What's up, everybody? Welcome to the K-Pop Kimchi Podcast, your number one source for K-Pop content. I'm your host today, Fog Raw, because Justin was under the weather and did not make the trip with us to see Rolling Chords. But I have three special guests that are here to take a spot, so you guys can introduce yourselves. Yo, what's up? I'm Zag. These are all people from our Discord, so if you're going to be a special guest, come join the Discord. Boy Josh, a.k.a. Josh, here yet again. Hi, this is Allah, Allah, in the Discord. She's a first-time guest. The other two were guests some time ago. Long time. Episode 30. I was say, actually, yeah, and I actually looked it up. The last time we had a special guest, it was episode 90. So that was over 90 episodes ago, almost 100 episodes ago. Long-time yeah. Long listener, first-time caller. So the reason we're all here is Zeg blew the conch horn like Ron Burgundy in Anchorman and summoned all of us to Chicago <laughs> to see Rolling Courts. Um, for those who don't know, Rolling Quartz is an actual, like, band band from Korea made of girls. <laughs> That's really all I can say. I don't know if you're really considered of idols or not, but they're made of, it's like a girl group that plays instruments. So we'll get into that in a minute, though. You guys got anything fun or exciting to talk about before we get into the episode? Oh, let's see. What's, what's happened in my life since episode 30? I, I bought a bunch of Pixie albums today at uh, this random store called K-Pop, K-Pop, K-Pop. Best store ever. It was sick. There's a lot of stuff there. I don't think that's what they're called. I think that's just the sign. That's what's on the band. That's what the sign said. Just like in uh, Springfield, we have a store and it's called Asian Market. And that's the Asian Market. So, really? Yeah, we do. Wild. I know, right? Um, but yeah, I bought like $200 worth of Pixie albums. Totally worth it. Probably go buy some more tomorrow, maybe. Yes. I don't know. I don't really need gas to get back home. Just walk. It's fine. Yeah. It's a good labor route. Um, I bought three light sticks recently, and that's the first batch, and then I'll buy an additional batch after these come in. Okay, okay, we got some light sticks. Oh, what groups did I buy? I bought G Friend, because nice. G Friend is my alt group, but for some reason I didn't have their light stick. I bought Viviz, and I don't remember what the third one I bought was. Nice. <laughs> it's a surprise. It is a surprise. Like what, did I, what did I buy? May. Oh, 17. I bought a 17 light stick. That's it. So I'm just now missing Stray Kids of concerts I've seen, but I don't have their light stick. That reminds me. I forgot since last episode, since that was a week ago, we also got more Pixie albums in the mail. How could I forget that? Oh my gosh. We got all five versions of the Jewel Case albums, and I ordered two Mystery Reborn albums that I don't know what they're going to be when I, until I get home tomorrow. And you did something else, Pixie, since the last one, right? Oh yeah, I bought a giant wall flag. That is not what I meant. Oh, yeah. And I got a giant tattoo on my bicep. <laughs> well, That's what I meant, yeah. That says uh, Winxy on it. And it's the drawing that Lola made when they were in Boston on a wall that she was very disappointed in. But she still liked it because she loves us. So, got a tattoo. So, that's cool. It's a sick tattoo. I'm trying to think what else I did. I cried some nights watching my Pixie videos. But that's not really anything new. I don't know if we had the... Uh, the daily depression of me talking about Pixie and being sad in the Discord because I was kind of busy today. No, it was missing. It was missing. Yeah. It was noticed. Did you guys get anything cool recently? All of the Unforgiven albums of the Seraphim. Oh, yeah. He had like a collection that. of the Seraphim albums. Saudi. And more G Fuel. Yeah. <laughs> G Fuel. Come sponsor Zeg. This man drinks G Fuel like nobody's business. Uh, Josh just discovered K-pop again after being gone for five months. So. Yeah, you know, that's pretty normal. That happens about every... Three, four months. So. Yeah, probably. Insane. I haven't bought anything in quite a while, but I am going to see Mamamoo next week. Yes! That is true. They're going to go see Mamamoo, so that's cool. That is my cool. most exciting thing. Yeah. That is pretty exciting, Chicago, though. two weekends in a row, baby. 
Shout out to living in Chicago. Yeah, that makes it a lot easier. Nice. Yes, it is. I will say when we went to the the venue today is at Reggie's in Chicago. It's kind of a smaller place. I don't know if anyone's ever been there before. Loved it. It is. It's really nice. I love small venues. Um, the one thing that's unique for this though is that this is the only K-pop show, K-rock show, whatever you want to call it, that I've ever been to that had an opening group play, like an actual like concert concert. Yeah, opening band. <laughs> a divisive band. <laughs> yeah. So I remember looking on the little. Uh, flyer, whatever you want to call it, poster thing for this on Reggie's site, and it's like, is it bullet through the heart or bullet to the bullet? Well, it's it's the bullet heart. to the heart. Bullet to the heart, right? And I was like, what is this? Is this like the name of the album? Is this the tour name or something? And then I looked it up, and it was like an actual group opening for him. I was like, oh, that's kind of weird. So we went and saw it, and we're standing there. They actually had a good amount of fans there. Like, there was actually a decent amount of, I guess, older people and younger people there. I was really surprised by, there was definitely an older crowd. Yeah, there was like a good amount. Well, I guess once I saw all the fans they had there, they had to have been a local group because there's no way a random group that no one's ever heard of is going to roll in and have a whole like posse of fans just randomly on a Friday night at Reggie's. Right. They were pretty cool. I mean, they uh, had a girl lead singer, which I guess doesn't really matter. If I had to compare them to anything, they're like a very... Soft core version of like Dying Wish. I don't know if you guys ever heard Dying Wish. Yeah. No. But yeah, I mean they were cool. They had a okay music if you're into that. I guess. The only uh, my biggest issue was the the the, the mixing of the sound was I, definitely off. I will say that the lady, the singer, her mic was turned down super low, so I could barely hear what she was saying most yeah. of the time. The music was okay. Yeah, that sounded alright. It honestly sounds like something I hear on, like the radio nowadays. Like I said, it's kind of soft core rock or metal, whatever you call it. They did have that one song, that Black Widow song, that kind of had a cool breakdown there at the end. But no, they were all right. Especially for a local band, I think they were pretty good. I think yeah. I like them the most. I really liked them, and actually. The, I uh, bought merch from them. Yeah, she got something, so <laughs> she was a big fan. Yeah, no, number one fan of what Bullet to the Heart is what they're called. Yeah. I bought a very cute pink uh, bottle opener. Also, they had the sickest logo on their giant flag that they had. It was like oh, yeah, it was a cool cool. skull that turned into a heart, like getting ripped in half. <laughs> Yeah, it was pretty sick. It was pretty sick. What I thought was sweet was that the singer's mom was there. Yeah, the singer's mom was there. That was awesome. Yeah, like I said, for for local band, they sound pretty good. I I don't know. Yeah. They sounded better than a lot of local bands I've heard before in all the shows (laughs) I've been to. I can say that. Um, Oh, I guess before we do that, I forgot. We talked about how we got there. Not that that really matters, but Zeg went to like the VIP experience, all-inclusive, everything, everything. Forgot about that. Yeah, so, Zeg, <laughs> please tell us your story about how the VIP experience went. Uh, so, it wasn't all that spectacular. First off, tell them when the actual show started. Oh, it started at 9 o'clock. It started at 9 o'clock, right? 9 now, p.m. When did you have to line up to go to your thing? Uh, well, they let us in. Well, they were supposed to let us in at 6.30. But then it was like 6.45, and we're like, what's going on? Um, but, yeah, uh, it wasn't really all that spectacular. I mean, I got a picture with them. Uh, and, a, cool. and, a, and a poster that was signed by them. Um, but yeah, there were, we were just waiting in line. We went upstairs to like the, I guess that mezzanine yeah. type of deal. Gotcha. <clears throat> and we took pictures with them. Um, some people, for some reason, took like five minutes to get their picture done. <laughs> I'm not really sure what was going on. And then others like myself were just there for like 30 seconds. They must have, like, purposely messed it up so they could have more time with their face in the wrong direction. Yeah, they, they, like, sneezed. They're like, ah! What you know? right Did you talk to them at all? Uh, I, I did say hello. I said hello in Korean. And then I said thanks in Korean. 
and then beautiful. We like posed. Damn. It was it was good. Uh, and then and then I left and I just waited around for like two or three hours. I was gonna say he was there for a while because Josh and I ventured off to uh, Chinatown. That's where we found the K-pop store, and he went to the Rotary Sushi place because he'd never been there before. Oh Sushi Plus. It was mind blowing. It was yeah. You should have seen this dude. It was like, I don't know, like that movie with the Bradley Cooper when he takes like the crazy drug. You like, oh yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Unlimited or something? Unlimited. All like the synapses in his brain. I think it's limitless, not like, unlimited. Yeah, like a kid from like the 1700s to sip a Mountain Dew and just his brain explodes. <laughs> that was me. That was Josh sitting there. Especially the, the what was it, the, uh, the, the little sh- rocket ship or There's whatever? like a little bullet train if you ordered something in the back train, and it would like yeah. bring it out to you. It's oh pretty sick. Oh my gosh, that's oh, pretty sick. Yeah. Also, warning to anybody who is ever going to go there, it gets quite expensive quite fast. Very. <laughs> You know, you go in there, you know, down a couple, two or three years, next thing you know, you drop 40 bucks. So, <laughs> on a light meal. But, very, very totally light worth meal. it. It was, it's awesome. The sushi's great. If you've never gone there, it's like, that's, probably that's the best I've ever had. I've had. And that's coming from a guy from Michigan. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> that I mean, that's, that's all you really need to know. If he's saying it's good, it must be the best. So, that happens. Zagunon is awesome. Uh, virtual reality VIP experience. That was cool. I'm glad you got to go uh, hang out with everybody and get a signed poster. You even got some like cool cards. Yeah. That are apparently uh, like missing one of the members, but Yeah, for some reason Jiang, we'll get in the members later, but Jiang's not on a photo card. They but, do that cool like gold stamp but they on have, them, um, um, but it's yeah, like, legit. like the fifth one was like just a group photo. I was like, okay, that's kinda cool. It was kinda um, random. Was it like you only got four of them and you helped you got I guess. I mean one of the four the, one of the special gift is what they call I mean, that's it. That's pretty cool. Um yeah, oh yeah, and they have like hollow or I don't, I don't know how to say it. it like, like it's still logo, but it's like shiny in the corner. Yeah, like, it is like a nice maybe. matte. Oh, it's kind of sparkly too. These are like legit. Yeah, it's got like embossed seal on it. I will say the little uh, rolling quartz thing is pretty sick. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's a good experience. Almost as good as getting selfies with members of oh. Pixie. Oh, almost, almost. You wore your Pixie shirt. To the Rolling Quartz concert. I did right? do that. Oh, oh yeah. Represent. And then my, uh, my mystery, picture. my mystery uh, <laughs> members shirt that I messed up. Yeah, Zag and Fog oh, are yeah, wearing no, matching no. shirts right now. It's very cute. Oh yeah, and I forgot my picture uh, was done in the KPK. It was. Sure. You represented us. Represented the, it. Hell yeah. In the picture, so that's sick. I changed the mind for the podcasting one because the sleeves were constricting my arms. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, just throw it on there. His said, Josh's his is a little tight, but I think he's lying. He Actually, I'm just kidding. I've seen him in it before. It's a little tight. I put on my rolling court strip. Oh, Perfect. There it is. You guys can't even see this. There's no video, but squat up. No. <laughs> <laughs> this is the real show, people. This is the Patreon exclusive <laughs> right now. After hours, Patreon exclusive. Hey, look at this guy. It's fine. It's not that tight, dude. I feel so left out right now. Pull your shorts up higher. Cover your lower stomach, man. It's fine. (laughs) So, that was that. The opening band is cool. Um, I mean, you definitely see where if they were just like a local band and they played a lot of local shows, they'd probably get a good crowd of people to come watch them. So, they weren't like bad or anything. Just, I wish they were more hardcore. Right. Yeah. Alright, so after the opener, we got to the actual show, and the members came out, and they were, were tuning their own instruments, which is kind of cool. I'll let Zeg explain who the actual members are, because I have no idea. But he is the <clears throat> ultimate Rolling Quartz uh, fan here. What's your fandom name? Uh, Diadem. Diadem. He's the ult- Diadem. 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 
I actually need to Diamond. bring up the actual names because there's some of them I don't remember how to pronounce properly. A diadem is because like I'm like the worst. Diadem. Um, Interesting name. <clears throat> it's because they're rolling quartz. A diadem is like a. Tiara. I didn't spray paint them. I dyed them. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> that was bad. Like Ravenclaw's diadem. Hmm. Fun fact, I believe three or two or three of the members are Ravenclaw houses. Yeah. There we go, fun fact of the day. <laughs> For all yeah. Harry Potter fans out there. Diadem, come on. Alright, so, I was going to say, okay, Zeg's got us. I can just take my word, he's the biggest diadem there is. Not really, but On this podcast, go. he is tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alright, so I'm just going down the list of, uh, honestly, the K-Profiles page. Shout out oh, to K-Profiles. Hell yeah. Alright, so sponsor us. <laughs> we'll sponsor you. Let us sponsor you. <laughs> We're flipping it. Let us sponsor you. Right, exactly. Um, alright, so you have um Autumn, who uh she's the bassist. Um apparently I got, she's like the most popular. I was member. gonna say, she had those perfect Urena bangs going on tonight. She really did. They're like flawless. She's also a Ravenclaw. There you go, Ravenclaw. Ravenclaw, yeah. Um, are we just going to go down all the facts or just go straight through? You just go to who the members are and they're, what they're All right, doing. yeah. So Autumn, who's, uh, like I said, it's the bassist. Um, and then you have um, Irie, who is the uh, lead guitarist. And the most adorable person ever. And oh, literally the most adorable person ever. She just does not oh, stop smiling oh, and so having cute. too much fun. It's absolutely amazing. Wait, she's learning Arabic? Oh, well, there you go. Oh, my God. Um, Representation. <laughs> And then you have uh, Yangun, or Yangun, Yangun, uh, who is that? Uh, the drummer. Uh, so you know she's kind of sitting in the back. Let me tell you, she was really slinging those she, sticks, dude. She, really she was. got that double bass kick going. Yeah. It was insane. She was really good. She was going crazy. Josh and was trying to see if she was wearing shoes or not the whole time. Oh. I told him a lot of drummers don't <laughs> yeah. wear shoes. Yeah. Just yeah. Thing yeah. She 100% was not wearing shoes. I learned about it yesterday that um, don't wear shoes and it blew my mind. She's also a Ravenclaw. She she um she's also um, a big fan of Dreamcatcher. There you go. And I believe she was teaching, or did teach. I th- I want to say Handong. Oh, sick. Uh, drums. I could be wrong about which member, but I'm pretty sure it was Handong. Um, so correct me if I'm wrong. And then you have Jiayoung, who's the main or not even main vocal. She just is the vocal. I was gonna say the only one. <laughs> um, and then you have Hyunjung. Who is the rhythm guitarist? Goodness, she is the rhythm guitarist. Very, very yes. rhythmic. Very on that guitar. Her hair is pretty sick today too. It's like very sick. Blondish, bluish thing going on. I think I'm colorblind as shit, so I don't know if it's true. You were very not. right. Okay, sick. <laughs> yeah, yeah you guys fucking nailed today? it. What? Who's your guys' favorite hair today? I'm always a fan of the Urena straight perfect bangs yeah. with the high pony. Yeah, so. Autumn, Autumn's hair is. Oh, they all had really good. nice hair. I'm talking between mm-hmm. Yunnan and uh, Irie. Irie's good. I love like, the, red. Just, the red was just. I was it, it really Hyun fits Jung. her uh, personality. I like the blue hair. Her hair, because Hyun her hair matched her pants, which there, I just, there I, you go. I really yeah. appreciated. And then Young, uh, Young on all the way in the back with the purple hair. Couldn't really tell. I, so I, mean, I couldn't, I literally couldn't see her. Like, yeah, she was kind of hiding back there. Just hiding back there. Don't worry, I got some fan cams of her because, you know, she needs some love. Every time, like she would go off a little bit, all the other members would literally duck. Yeah, they're so like, oh yeah, yeah, she was. She would like go off. Um, so next, we'll go to like the little set list I had here, which I found thanks to my good friend and the third, maybe first hardest worker of the channel, Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> there, I'd say the first hardest worker is Reddit, then K-pop profiles, then somebody else, whoever edits the stuff. That's not me. 
VSDC that exports all of our stuff. And then Justin and I are somewhere there at the bottom. So, actually, wait. What did most people say? Uh, number one hardest workers are fans. That's who's number one. God. That's right. number one. What, what's your fandom called? What are your really? fans called? I don't know. All right. <laughs> we'll workshop it. But it was awesome because it came out and their opening songs they had were Seven Nation Army by the White Stripes, which yes. was sick. Into like For Who the Bell Tolls. So that was pretty awesome. That really got the crowd fired up. Then they had Higher, which I believe is actually one of their own songs. Because they played a lot of... They did do a lot of covers. Covers, which is cool, whatever. Yeah. I was really hoping when I heard this that it was like Higher by Creed, but it wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) I know, right? There's a whole cover just Higher by Creed. That was sick. (laughs) And Scott Staff like came from like the sky. Like an angel. That was sick. Um, Then they did a cover of Misery Business, which is awesome. Fuck yeah, they did. I had to... I had to take a video for Justin because Paramore is his favorite group of all time. I've heard Paramore play that song in person many, many times. And then I've seen now Rolling Courts play it, and it was just as good, honestly. Then they had, I don't know, they had some like random medleys of things they had going on here. So, like I said, I went off this dude's, I guess, set list he made, and it said Delight fanfare which I mean I guess Delight's their song which was yeah Delight's their it was actually pretty sick the crowd was hyped not gonna lie yes then they played Azalea everyone freaked out for that oh my favorite then they played uh, a mix like Smells Like Teen Spirit which is Mm, cool yeah Mm. really everyone was just pretty hyped then they played Good Night which I'm not sure if they covered that by Dreamcatcher or if Dreamcatcher covered that by them. That's the real question. Because <laughs> I was like listening to songs by them on the way up here. I'm like, you know what? I should probably listen to some songs. You might even know any of their songs I got. And this one came on. I was like, man, this sounds really familiar. Maybe I do know a song by them. And then I was like looking at it and I'm listening to it. I'm like, wait a minute. This sounds really, like, really familiar. Like, I don't know. Is this really them? I don't remember their voices being this deep, but maybe they are. And then I looked it up and I guess it was like a, literally is a Dreamcatcher song. And that's where I've heard it before. And then I guess they like covered it, and now it's like their song too. It was awesome though. Then the one that really got the crowd in a frenzy was "Bad Romance" by Lady Gaga. Fuck <laughs> yeah! People were like freaking out. By that, I mean two people behind us were freaking out. Yeah. Could you guys not see me freaking out in the front, in, like front of you? No, I, I don't was know. singing. Busy focusing on the girls. Very yeah. loudly. I was busy looking at my uh, pixie photos on my phone. Oh my god! <laughs> and the 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 score of the Celtics game when they lost the Heat again. Is that why you were checking your phone? Yeah. <laughs> Then they had some guitar solos going on, and they had Irie's guitar solo, and it says that she played Scuttle Button. Don't know what that is, but man, she no was shredding it. it was shredded, yeah. Shredding it. We've got a. I got some final thoughts here at the end of this uh, podcast thing. Here we can talk about and get into this stuff. Then they had Hyun Jung's guitar solo. And she played Cupid's December. No idea what that is, but she was ripping it too. Mm-hmm. Then they came out and played Always Remember Us This Way. I don't know why that just sounded like a really weird sentence in my head when I said it and my brain just stopped. <laughs> I think I might have stroke. It was such a beautiful song. It was. I started yeah. cheering yeah. up a little bit. And the, the singer came out and like played on like a huge yeah. keyboard. I don't know if the keyboard was really big or she was really small, but I mean, it looked really big. Yeah. Both. I was um, disappointed it wasn't a uh, black parade, but you know. I, that would have been <laughs> sick. That was foreshadowing for later t- on in the show. Then they played Naza Babara. Yeah, that's their recent comeback. Okay, that is an actual song. I did not know that. I, there you go. It's pretty sick. Then they had a, a very surprise song when they had a cover of Pink Venom by Blackpink oh with like a weird... Crossover with mic drop. It, yeah, for like one verse. Mic drop by BTS in the middle of it. It was so fucking 
fucking lit. I yeah, loved I know it. it was crazy. I was I was doing the pink venom choreography. It was, it was amazing. It was a wild time. It was pretty cool. Then they played Youth Gone Wild, Blaze, R and R Paradise, which I'm pretty sure is short for what the name of their tour is, isn't it? Rock and Roll Paradise. Rock and Roll yeah. Paradise. Yeah. Then they played Sing Your Heart Out, and then they encored with the greatest song of all time, which I don't understand why this is the song they played. But it was Helena by My Chemical Romance, <laughs> which is pretty cool. It was actually pretty sick. It was actually really good. That's like one of the two songs I recorded because I just wanted to hear him play Helena. So that was awesome. But they're, honestly, their set list, I was wondering about it when I was going into it because they only have like maybe 10 songs of their own, if that. I'd say less. Yeah. So and I was like, well, I wonder what's going to go on here, but they did a lot of covers. It's crazy, because when they played the covers, they kind of just mixed in with their own songs. So if you literally had no idea what the other covers were, you would have just thought the other songs that they made. Yeah. Hell yeah. So, that was pretty sick. What did what would you guys say your experience was? Boy, it was it was a lot of fun. It was fun, uh, yeah. Minus the, the opening band. It was just kind of, I just kind of stood there, and just whatever, but Rolling Quartz was awesome. I, I really did enjoy it. I enjoyed it. I, w- I still wish the... I even think the uh, the mixing was a little poor. Even when Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, the audio mixing I was I think that, that would have been... I mean, it was still good, but that would have made a difference. Um, other than that, the crowd was great. It was hype, except for some individuals that wanted to get a little bit aggressive. Knock if you buck, if you know what but, I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> other than that, it was great. I loved it. Like, I genuinely had so much fun. That was fucking awesome. I cried twice. There you go. Um, it was... That's how you know. It well, was I, incredible. When I think about it, I just think about What's-His-Face's brother and... Or not Anchorman, and uh, Step Brothers. When they're, like, thinking about all the good times they had, you know? And he's, like, laughing and crying at the same time. Yeah. With, like, a montage of images, paying, like, flying a kite. Yeah. It was just... Derek, a- that's his name, Derek. It was awesome. I thought they were so talented. I thought the lead singer was so charismatic. I had so much fun, and I am a big fan now. There you go. Her vocals are no joke. So, all right. I've got a lot of thoughts and opinions that have been stirring in the old noggin since I've been sitting here for the last two hours. That's dangerous. Well, not really. It's just we give it to you straight here, all right? This is a... Unfiltered after hours, oh boy. Uh, he Patreon. Takes, he takes one sip of Baja Blast. He's my, ready to go. My synapses are firing off right now. <laughs> <laughs> the Baja Blast is hitting hard. But no, so one thing I will say is we've honestly never seen, well, I myself have never seen like a, a band band, like a K pop band play live. Like I've never seen like, you know, In Flying or Day Six or Extraordinary Heroes or any of those people play, whatever. Mm-hmm. Even. Well, obviously, AOA had, like, a weird band thing going on when they first debuted, but it was, like, completely different. There also was one random video of every member of DIA playing an instrument singing Mr. Potter. That was pretty (laughs) sick. But when I was going into this, my original thought was I'm very interested to see – because, I mean, they are a band. Like, they're an actual band. And I was very interested to see how much of it they actually played themselves and how much, like, backtracked and not them actually doing what they're supposed to be doing. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, also, I will say right off the bat, the lead singer, you're right, very charismatic. She's a great front person for the group. Like, I mean, she'd be good in any group as a front person. She's just very, she, you know, interacts with the fans good. She's great stage presence. You know, she drew your attention. And the one thing I did notice right away is that, I don't know if it's just like how she was trained, if it also is a K-pop thing or Korean thing, her vocals were by far better than the first group that we had. Oh, yeah. Like, not even, not even close remotely close yeah. like when they were singing 
She literally hit like every note. She did not mess up. Like everything was like textbook perfect. I've seen probably, not including the K-pop shows I've been to, probably 75, 80 concerts like in my life. Like hundreds and hundreds of bands. And I'm talking about like from local bands to like my friends' bands to huge bands like Bring Me the Horizon, A Day to Remember, like of Mice and Men back in that Austin, like back when they were good. Like these huge bands play, even like Modest Mouse, you know, like super big ones. And this, honestly, for a band band, might be the best overall performance I've ever seen performed by a group in my life, like live. Oh my God. There's like, <laughs> they, did, they, if you, they did not mess up. Everything was spot on. Like you did not see any like off notes. You didn't hear any off beats. You didn't have any mess ups. No vocals went out. You know, there's no like mumbling. Like everything was like A plus, picture perfect. Like honestly got the best live performance I've ever seen from start to finish. That's amazing. Just going off like a technical standpoint. Like it's ridiculous. Like we were talking about how they were like shredding the guitar earlier. And I mean, they were like Shred. going off. I haven't heard guitar playing that good live since I've seen like Jackie Vincent when he was in Falling Reverse. And he actually left the group to go become like a guitar teacher and show people how to play guitar. Like I said, I've been to a lot of shows and I mean, they were spot on. Like they were like good, good, like really good. I was very impressed. I will, like I said, I wasn't sure how much of it they were actually going to play live, how much would be backtracked, how much whatever, but they definitely were playing everything live and they were, they were going off. Like it was oh, spot on. very, very impressive. Even if the mics were turned on and the mixing wasn't great, the, like they themselves is like just, you know, artists playing music. Amazing. Blew my mind, honestly. Yeah, it really was. I have to agree. I was like just like smiling the whole time. I was just so happy. But the thing that's crazy about it too is when you go to other shows, like you know, you see guys that have been playing the same songs over and over and over and over and over again for years and years and years, and they're still like have to focus on what they're doing. Like you know, they don't like have time to like mess around and like you know wave at the crowd or smile or have fun. And they were out there having fun the whole time, like not missing any beats, not you know. I don't know. It's like it's one of the craziest things ever. Like it was like blew my mind. Because we used to, before we've gotten to K-pop, we've talked about it before, Justin and I went to like a lot of metalcore shows, hardcore shows, rock shows, stuff like that. And those guys, I mean, they are good at their craft because they've done it for a long time, but not anything like what this was. This was like, for all, I guess for lack of a better term, like machine quality. Like it was like, you put it in the machine, it was perfect. Like there was nothing wrong, no off keys, no anything. It was like, I don't know, it like blew my mind. It was refined. So I don't know if they like learned that because I don't know how the group was made. So I don't know if they learned that and like, hey, we're going to make a band. These are your instruments. This is what you need to learn how to do. And these practice, 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 practice. Like our K-pop groups practice nonstop to the point where they're just like unbelievably good. Because I mean, even bands, like they get together and they practice, but don't do it every single day for hours on end, you know? Yeah. That's more like a, a season thing. Because you can definitely tell the local groups compared to like, you know, huge groups that have been around for years. The ability for them to play and do stuff at the same time is like, you know, night and day. It's it's different. But these guys, well, I mean, they could go head to head with a lot of guitarists I've seen and freaking blow them out of the water. Like it was, and still smile and be happy and jump around. Like it was nuts. Well, I was looking into them um, a couple days ago. I learned that they were put together from two separate groups. Were they? Three of them um, were wanted to start a band, and two of them were already doing like their own. I think covers and stuff like that. Sure. And one of the teachers for of the group of three said, "Hey, I know these two other girls mm -hmm. who are, you know, doing band stuff." And they introduced them, and that's how they came about. So basically, how many band starts? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's cool. That's awesome. I mean, 
They're very, very good. And the one girl, the drummer, she's like not super big or anything. Dude, she was freaking nuts. Like she was a great drummer. Like you guys think Joey Jordison, R.I.P. was good from Slipknot. Like or Travis Barker's good. This girl was freaking insanely good. I don't know. It's just one of those things like after seeing so much music being played throughout my life before this that I see this and I'm just like if they sent like actual like bands off to like Korea to like train for a little bit they'd come back and just be like an unstoppable force like <laughs> this is like insane it's one of those things you have to like see in person and believe cause like you can watch the videos honestly you can watch the videos watch the music videos and stuff doesn't do it justice you just don't watch it in person it's just like wow this is crazy like they're so good that was one of my big takeaways from this is like they really do play the music they're a real band and they can really play just as good as any other group I've ever seen, if not better. I don't I don't think they had a backing vocal track. I don't think they no, did either. I don't think they did either. Any backing. Like, I don't it, was, think they did. it was like all live. And that, that the lead singer girl, whatever her name was, giant. Amazing. Amazing. So good. so good live. Yeah. My one takeaway from her, she's a giant mouth. She does. <laughs> it's like really wide. Like yeah. you can tell it's just like a wide. She had a really interesting dress where like I don't know if it was ripped or if it was a stylistic choice, but the bottom of it was like kind of ripped. I was like looking at that and it's like kind of weird because it had like hooks on it. Yeah. Right. So it's like she yeah. unhooked some of them, so it was like like so it made me wonder if it was just like a rolled around like one piece thing. Right. And she like unhooked more of them if she wanted to. <laughs> I don't know, it's kinda of weird, but yeah. Um but she was she was killing it, man. She is very good, like Front woman quality, like a Paley Williams from a Paramore or something like that. Like, awesome. she was very, very good. I like that they had like they had like a little bit of choreography, but it was very subtle. Like every once in a while, they would all like headbang at the same time, but most of it I think was like pretty extemporaneous of just kind of bouncing around. Yeah, yeah, it was like an actual like rock show, like a actual rock band playing music. Yeah, I don't know. They. Just from a musical standpoint, like an artistry standpoint, like musicians, it was like mind blowing. I'm like, this is crazy. Like, why can't they make more bands like this over there? Maybe they do. We just don't hear about them. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, on a scale from one to ten, the first group, if they were like a five, then Rolling Courts was like a five thousand because. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. The first group wasn't even like bad. I wonder when the group is back to their merch table, like watching the show if they're like shit these guys are really freaking good like they're so <laughs> yeah, much better than us well and then I don't because they changed the venue and the original venue they didn't have an opener right and then like when they upgraded the venue they had an opener so they must have been a pretty last minute addition I mean yeah I mean they're local so like probably yeah. just hey you guys do anything Friday night you wanna come play <laughs> well, they probably, I'm guessing that the first band that's, 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 this isn't their full time gig to, to be a band. Oh, yeah. Rolling courts, obviously. Well, yeah, that's so... full-time job, I, so that's probably part of the... The person the selling me the merch was the drummer. Oh, oh, yeah, <laughs> so, I've, been to, I've been to plenty oh, of shows where the guy literally was like, hey, this is, do like the headline, like, oh, yeah, we're done, come see us at our merch booth, and they're the ones selling you the merch, and they're yeah. like the headline of a show. Uh-huh. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, that's just a normal thing. I don't know, it's just, in my head, I'm just like, what were they thinking when they were watching them play, like, a girl, like, Irish shredding the guitar, she's like, all happy and giggling, she's just freaking <laughs> ripping, you know, just going nuts. And the guy's like, the dr- the guitar player from the other band's like, I'm terrible. Like, why, what am I even God. doing with my life? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like that level of, like, craziness. I will say the only person I think that could play guitar way better than them is Tim Henson from Polyphery. I don't know if you guys ever know who that is, but he's like, nope. a musical, like, prodigy. Like, yeah, he's good. Band, but it's like all, like, music. There's no singing or anything, just music. Um, so, maybe we'll put that song at the end of this week and hope it doesn't get us demonetized <laughs> or blocked in every country. Try. But, no, they were really good. Very good. 
they're really awesome. Um, just your classic cute K-pop girls playing music, being great. Like Bojina. I mean, I'd go see them again. They're awesome. Oh, 100%, 100%. I immediately looked up where their next show is. If it was in LA, I would have You could have just looked at the back of the dude's shirt. I think they're going to New York. Oh, I should have. Yeah, <laughs> they are, they are, they are going to New York, actually. They're doing two New York shows. They are, yeah. They would be a sick group to have go on that big tour like Pixie did. It's like yes. 23 different stops. Because mm-hmm. I guarantee you they could get a crowd of people going. Because there was a pretty good turnout for this. Oh, yeah. so, yeah. I would have 100... If they were like going to St. Louis next, 100% would have gone. Or if they were going to like Indiana or something, I would have gone. They're really good. Very They're good. Good job, Rolling Courts. I definitely left the concert more of a fan than I was than I uh, was coming in. Oh, 100%. Okay. Yeah, same. They were good enough to make me forget about Pixie for at least 30 minutes today. Wow. wow. That's, that's, that's that's right right. I was saying earlier yeah. that I looked over and you like were kind of staring off into space and I had a thought of like, is he thinking about Pixie right now? Oh, I definitely was. But, <laughs> man, I really just want, like I was saying before the show, just like a tour, like an actual tour tour of like groups that are kind of in that same kind of genre from Korea to make like a super Voltron concert, like a normal <laughs> concert would be. And go play places. Have like you know one opener, a second opener, then like the main group come and just be awesome. Because I guarantee you'd sell tickets to that. Oh yeah, 100%. it would be Rolling Quartz, Pixie, and Dreamcatcher, right? That'd be sick. That'd oh, be sick. <laughs> Even if the opener's like Pixie for like five songs and Dreamcatcher came out, and then just Rolling Quartz came out and they just do oh, that and good night together with Dreamcatcher. Yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh, that'd be amazing. Or they played the instruments while Dreamcatcher sang. Dream- yeah. <laughs> good night. That'd be sick. Can I just get that mix match? I don't know if you guys know like old school like uh, emo bands or like not as well known groups would do a thing with like switch songs and they'd be on like the same like old vinyls and they like have one side would be ones and they flip it over to be the other oh, group. Yeah. Really? No? You sound so old right now. Well, well, I, that, yeah. I just want that one. It's like get just get like Dreamcatcher, get like Rolling Courts and they like swap and play each other's songs and then do a show like that. That'd, that'd, be, that'd be sick. Um, I don't. It definitely looks like the more darker or rockier type of vibes are really taking off in the West for their certain K-pop groups. Mm. Um, we're just talking about how the Rose is like headlining one of the stages on a Thursday at Lollapalooza. So that's pretty cool. The Rose is a group of like a rock kind of group from Korea, mm. which you really don't hear much about. I, the last time I heard about them, they like came and did a concert like Rosemont. So yeah, last time I heard about them was probably, I don't know, four or five years ago when they were doing comebacks. Yeah, they're like pretty popular. And then they're like gone, and now they're like literally headlining a stage that's playing later than like Billie Eilish at Lollapalooza. And and the real icons, TXT. Yeah, they TXT gets an hour and a half long set. That's what? insane. That's a, the that's longest. A that's like the longest set on that's the whole a thing. Concert in itself. Uh, no, a TXT concert is three hours. All that really matters is we're driving to Lollapalooza on a Thursday after work, gonna go see New Jeans for thirty minutes, and leaving and coming home. Oh my god. Go. Priorities. I know, right? You want to see all you need to see. I don't even know if they have enough songs to fill 30 minutes, so we'll see about that. No, they're going to do zero four times. <laughs> Coca-Cola. I wonder, I'm trying to think if there's any other stuff we kind of forgot about. Uh, we talked about the group, the show. Uh, do I have any other random thoughts? Guitar that I had? pick. People are grabbing those. Like, oh, yeah, they were throwing guitar picks. Oh, yeah, they were throwing guitar picks like crazy. Those picks. The, the guy in front of me was so honorable. He, like looked at it then he looked at the guy who was next to him who was clearly a super fan was like you can have it man it was a very sweet moment it's funny because he got one and the guy gave him a handshake and then he gave him the other one and then he gave him a handshake again. Oh, okay I didn't see that part. so they both they both got one. Oh, okay that's awesome then they were super hyped about that but yeah takeaways 
Rowan Court's pretty cool. Um, actual rock show with Korean people, pretty cool. Badass. Um, hopefully they keep touring and they do more stuff. And I think the next show I gotta go see is maybe Tribe. Try yeah. I don't know. It's Tribe in June. I don't remember. Don't remember. Next one I'm going to is twice. Because I know Aespa's yeah, coming here sometime. Idol's coming sometime. Mamamoo is next week, which Mamamoo Josh and I are going to. And then twice is sometime in June. June 29th. <laughs> yes. Show. And then Idol and Aespa. Our tickets go on sale in like a couple days. And then I got to get... No way. I already got my day off. So I think... It's not till August. I don't think of all the blues is till August. Yeah. Yeah. So September? Beginning of September? No, it's in August. It's okay. The only other show I'm thinking about going to, but I don't know if I want to, is... What? Gia. No. Oh. I want to go uh, to Ride Fest so I can go watch Thursday play, because I love Thursday. Uh, so you don't want to see my bag again? I didn't say it wasn't going to go. I just oh, said okay. that's not the one I was talking about. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, I did see my bag a, twice. I'm going to see, a, see my bag. a Korean... It's like K-Soul, kind of. They're called Wave to Earth. I'm seeing them in Chicago in the fall. That sounds kind of cool. Yeah, they're great. Stream seasons by Wave to Earth. Have a look at Waterbomb for July, right, Zach? Mm-hmm. Hopefully, me and him are going to go to uh, the Busan Waterbomb Festival. Oh, my God. Also, Justin sent me a thing, and it was someone who tweeted Leo Presents, which is the people who put on the Pixie show and the Tribe show, and asked if they had any other people scheduled like female groups for this year and they said maybe Winky Face so I saw that and like, I think I have some kind of weird face on it so because someone had sent them a list of like I need like this person like these groups and it was a list of groups and they're like oh one of these people might be coming and one of the groups was Purple Kiss so I'm trying to manifest a Purple Kiss to oh, I mean Mama Moose here so oh dude it, okay that's what they should do because why would Purple Kiss I always wondered why smaller groups in the same label don't open up oh, for the more popular ones. That would make sense. Because I was telling them earlier, we were standing in line, there's been so many groups in my life I've been forced to listen to <laughs> because they opened up for another group I wanted to see and I ended up really liking them. So I like followed them or like, you know, bought a song. Well, I didn't buy anything. It's 21st century. <laughs> but I listened to their music and gave them some streams that I never would have heard of if I never went and saw the show. Yeah. So I'm not sure why, like say you have like a group you haven't even debuted yet or some people you're like, oh yeah, so, you know, Give them a name, like their first year. Yeah, like our WM girls or whatever, and they're coming out to open up for you know Mama Moo or whatever. I feel like a lot of people would be like, oh, you know, they're kind of cool. Like maybe I'll look into them later on when they debut as a group or no. I don't know why they don't do so that. It's just a cost thing. It might be flights and lodging and all that. Or apparently, according to all of the backstage videos by Pixie, they're just enormous amount of. Swedish fish that they have to be provided in. Yeah. Oh, Cravity's coming. I, I overheard some girl because I was standing there waiting for you guys for like 30 minutes. So some girls were saying that Cravity is coming. So I might try and go see that. That'd be cool. I think we saw them. We did at KCON. At KCON. Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah. I can never remember if it's Cravity or if it's P P1 Harmony. It's one of them. It's Cravity. Although I'm almost 100% sure every time until Justin confuses me and now well, I don't Okay, know. Justin can never remember if it's P1 Harmony or in hyphen. Yeah, so it's all messed up. And I'm pretty sure it's in hyphen, by the way. I don't know. I thought it was Cravity that we... Well, we saw Cravity. Because oh, we, we saw Cravity, Inmix, and B2B. And then we saw T01, 
Stacy and B2B. Oh, Stacy. Yeah. More of the stories. We saw B2B twice. They're freaking right. sick. Can we get a B2B <laughs> tour? That's all I'm asking for. Stacy tour? You think Rolling Quartz is sick? You should be B- see B2B once in your life. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, that's like, that's like life changing. Oh my gosh. Peniel's just as good in person as he is over the computer. Oh, yes, he is. But yeah, Starship is uh, sending Gravity on a tour, but they haven't sent Ive on a tour yet. I'm Wait. sure they will eventually. When that yeah. happens, it's going to be. Why send them on a tour where they can just make them headline like cake on? Because I can't go to that. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I was hoping to go to KCON. It's not going to happen, unfortunately. Uh, I don't know if I will or not. Maybe if Pixie's there, I'll go. Pixie's there? I mean, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Are you going to get on a plane to, yes, to see them? I will. You would do I, that for I will go. I will go on a plane right now and fly to Korea to go see Pixie if they're coming back. Oh my gosh. Wow. That's that a lot. I'll do it. Probably really sick and throw up everywhere, but it'll be worth it. Totally worth it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll wake up in a whole new place. Like, it never happened. Um, but yeah, so that's uh, kind of a review episode for this week. All of our special guests are here, so that's cool. It took three of them to replace one Justin, so do that math. And we're still not even that. Yeah. I'm not sure what he's doing right now. I'm sure he's in a better place doing something fun. Hopefully he's healing up. Or he's sleeping. I don't know. We'll find out later. Um, but yeah, can't wait to go home after this weekend and open up all these Pixie albums. And let us know what you got. Yeah, I know. I can't wait to open up all these old ones and just get a bunch of Ellen Sapules that aren't even there anymore. <laughs> and then still have to go buy all the Dia photo cards off Instagram. But such is life. Um, but yeah, so we'll catch you guys next week. Not sure what we're going to do yet. I'm sure I'll think of something when I'm driving home tomorrow. Until next week, see you later. Later. Bye. See ya.